Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Mario and you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us and we appreciate it. If you're joining us on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share with a friend. If you're on if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us those reviews and those five stars. We've got a lot to talk about today, but before that, I got to introduce the person who proofread Lewis's Hamilton's message. <laughs> She has been going through all of the emotions, but still, she is the hardest working person in the business. It is my co-host, Tasha. <laughs> hey. Hi, everybody. Hi, hey, Tasha. <laughs> How are hey, you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I feel like we yeah. were doing this. I feel like we didn't stop recording from yeah. the last podcast that we put out to now. It's just right. like one continuous recording, one continuous adventure in, the, in the, what's been right. happening. It's just like one right into the other, even though we recorded on Thursday, <laughs> today's yeah, Saturday. It, I know. It's just it like, still feels... Bloop, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> have, you, have you been able to get your eyes off Twitter yet? No. I, I, I'm I just glued. That. I woke up this morning, my eyes were all like dry and like tired yeah. and like getting blurry. And I was like, I need to step away from my phone for a minute. I knew it was bad when my dog started like trying to hit my hand with the phone and like yeah. give me attention, like give me attention. <laughs> I, she even said like, "This isn't happening until 2025." What, like, what, 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 right, what are like, you doing? Snap what are out you of doing? It. Yeah, like, please, can we, can we focus on the present and my food right now? Right, I'm here right now. <laughs> Pay attention to me. <laughs> um, so we we recorded the uh, Lewis Hamilton podcast. We mm -hmm. had a back to back. If you haven't seen those. Make sure to, or heard them, make sure to check mm -hmm. them out. The main pod and us yeah. release back to back uh, episodes, just coping with the situation, you know, bringing <laughs> it down as we were going through it. Yeah. Working with the information that everybody had at the time. It was, it was a lot of fun. I, um, not to get nostalgic about it, but, um, <laughs> I've always, uh, there's, I've really, I've been into sports podcasts, um, yeah. really only basketball. And there's a, a basketball podcast that I really like. And they have the, they have, every time there's like a big NBA trade, they do their emergency podcast, which is like what they call it. Mm -hmm. And like, for us to have an emergency podcast, <laughs> it was very like trippy to me yeah. to be doing something that like, to put myself in the position of like, when they do an emergency podcast, it's like, ooh, this is juicy. <laughs> let's consume. <laughs> to All think hands somebody on deck. saw yeah. ours, somebody saw ours and they were like, I must, I must consume this. That's I know, right? Like I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, the usual, like, you know, would see it, but it's blown up like most content around this. I mean, everybody's who's posted anything, it's it's just blown up. But like, I'm not, I just feel like perceived. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like so many people are watching me. Hi, <laughs> you know? So it's <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, that's crazy to think. But like, you don't think about that at the time. Like I just wanted to express mm -hmm. feelings about this. Yeah you know, historic event that we're witnessing. And for me, like, you know, something I didn't mention in the last episode, but that has been on my mind is like, this is like some, like kind of a one of a kind scenario that I'm glad I got to actually see with my own eyes and live through the experience and not read about it, you know, as something that had, that happened in the past, yeah. like witnessing this in real time is like actually insane because it's so significant, you know? And it's like, all we, all we know is that, contracts have been signed and things are happening but <laughs> <Next> you know <laughs> yeah exactly next year and so yeah it's so just to be part of 
that is just like surreal and to be able to like process your emotions not alone i mean obviously i talk with christopher here at home but like to talk with you as well and then everybody on like we're all just like going through it together and i think that's the coolest thing is we're just like this is you can't you can't not give your opinion on this it's a support group it's all yeah. a support group we're all yeah. coping nothing yeah. nothing has happened in <laughs> f1 this big since lewis went to mercedes from yeah. yeah, this is not, I mean, this um, is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it honestly, it honestly is we, and, and I've, I've texted you this cause like, it feels like since you and I started podcasting, right. Every possible scenario. <laughs> I don't want to say that cause tomorrow something else is going to happen, right. but really every possible scenario from the really crappy ones to the right. not so crappy ones have happened in in the span of us doing this podcast, and it makes right. it so fun and interesting. This is what like, we trained for. This is this, this is, is it. This, this is what we put in those reps, right? Is, it's what you don't. It's see. It's our Kobe it's year. Work. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's the work you don't like, see. You know? For real, we're, we're out here. Stefan was trying here. to break us, and we we're like, nah, we're too strong. Our powers are growing. Too, too <laughs> yeah. Too strong, Stefano. No. We'll talk yeah. about Stefano yeah. a little bit later. Um, <laughs> what do you think about the approach of a, of trying to get Adrian Newey via his wife's Twitter? You like you, I I love that gorilla approach right there. Yeah, I thought that of everything from yesterday. I think the you know watching uh, Adrian Newey's wife liking tweets basically trying to get her husband to move <laughs> to Italy uh, to work on this Ferrari was probably one of the highlights. I'm not going to lie. Like of all the things like, uh, you know, this, this, that Vasor could do like, that would just be the final infinity stone before the snap. You know what I'm saying? Like at that point, what do you, <laughs> at that point, like he's getting everybody like team um, principle of the decade at that point, uh, everybody else go home. Like what else would it, mm -hmm. They would be just Max too start, strong, too strong. <laughs> Max is going to ask Leclerc, you let me drive that one time, please? Right. Let me drive <laughs> uh, but for people who don't know, it, uh, Adrian Newey basically has just like a few regrets, right, in his F1 career. Mm -hmm. And he says that he's never worked with Ferrari, Fernando Alonso or Lewis Hamilton. And basically we can we can knock out can two right there, you know, in one <laughs> one full swoop. So, yeah, like her one liking all these the tweets. the two most crazy. important you might say you know you might say you know yeah. yeah plus fernando my, fernando is <laughs> never going to retire right literally never so you still have chance adrian do yeah the ferrari do the, go to the ferrari right now i uh i saw i saw people it's crazy because they sent like beautiful italy is beautiful so they sent pictures of italy and and then they put on the side the worst picture possible of <laughs> i'm guessing where the mercedes headquarters is yeah at. near brackley <laughs> near brackley and i'm like man that's that's dirty like that's dirty. we all have really bad days yeah. to be compared to the best oh, that hurts that hurts yeah i mean but like be so for real like let's let's honestly let's go yeah <laughs> pack it up let's go tasha you know who yeah. else is having a bad day yeah the mercedes at me yeah Admin, blink twice if you're okay, if you need us to come get you. <laughs> you can, you can come on the show. Oh my god! We 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 will send help. Yeah. We will send help. The black what have you and white from that Twitter. What the black and white photo dumps have been like crazy. The uh, how do you say hi team in Italian? Uh, he's been posting like other photo dumps. Like there was like a, a 
share the last video in your photo roll and it's like George like hugging people and then it's like Lewis Hamilton waving in like slow motion like going I will remember you <laughs> you will remember me like he's yeah but it's like felt you know what I'm saying like I yeah. that would be me if I was the Mercedes admin so honestly can't blame them yeah <laughs> at some point they're gonna wake up and realize oh no George Russell is all we have left. Yeah. And like, that's just a, that's just a rough thing that's, to cope with, you know? It's a hard place to be in. That's like, oh, that's tough. Can you believe, <laughs> can you believe how long that Lewis message was? Yeah. The, his statement, basically the yeah, first yeah. time we heard from him in a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. Multiple paragraphs. I was not expecting to get a read more expanded, you know, block of text, paragraph breaks. Like I was just expecting him to tweet something like, you know, Lewis the Stallion and then like keep it pushing, you know? <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? Like little Lewis the Stallion. I wish you did that. I'm like <laughs> And a little like <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying a little emoji like call it a day I was a thinking, little horse emoji what are you talking about like we got a heartfelt a letter you know so yeah I was I was I was shocked at that to be quite honest like imagine like, okay. imagine what the actual goodbye is gonna be like right oh my god cause this is the this is the yeah y'all heard right it's yeah. this is our last year but imagine that he's gonna make everybody no cry. I don't wanna imagine that's can't no it's too much we gotta process this I, first yeah <laughs> If you have to, if you have to deliver bad news to someone, uh-huh. do you take them paintballing? Because Lewis took their. I, I was just thinking about that, like, <laughs> like Lewis, Lewis is, uh, allegedly, Lewis. and I say allegedly because like we never know unless we're there. <laughs> but like, apparently, Lewis told the Mercedes team, like, yeah, at paintball. I hope he told him before he shot them up. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that would just be crazy. Like, unless he went to like a wall and he was like. Firing squad, guys. Yeah. I get it. I get it, everybody. This yeah. is tough. I'm going to stand I'm gonna stand over there. Y'all can do the firing squad thing. It's all good. <laughs> That's the only way I, I can see, like... <laughs> right. Like, like, you brought me here so that I can take my anger all, out on you, correct? And no, 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 no. I just want, just wanted to say before yeah. I shoot all of you, because he's probably really good at paintball, too. Yeah. Like, I'm leaving next year. Okay, game start. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Everybody probably... Somebody probably said, I'm, I wish I brought a bigger gun right. after he said that, for Aww. sure. Yeah, we haven't we haven't heard about Roscoe, and I am sad. Are you? Why hasn't Roscoe said anything? Is Ferrari? Does he have a contract with Ferrari? I was gonna say Christopher uh, reached out to the um, the dog sitter. His his like you know the people who watch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I guess he asked, asked like, is Roscoe right? We should get her on the pod. Uh, he was like, is you know, is Roscoe excited to be wearing Ferrari red or something like that? And she was like, you know it, and I was like. <laughs> This is so crazy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just like minding your business. But I, obviously, I'm sure she's used to people hitting her up. Like, absolutely, absolutely. Plus, get, he's yeah. hitting he's hitting her up in like yeah a very quick interaction, innocent way. Yeah, like it's not like he's sliding <laughs> into the end. You know, right? Um, that's actually so. Yeah, get her on the podcast. We'll oh my have God. my dog be in it. We can have Yasha's <laughs> dog in it. Aww, it'll be great. Yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you've seen in Twitter recently that called your attention? Anything? Any mm. cool, funny tweets? 
anything like that? Mm, I mean, not really. It's just been like everybody's kind of reaction to the details that have been emerging. So that's been kind of interesting to see what what more we're learning about this situation with Lewis. Like we thought it was one thing and then in a literal day, we learned that it's not. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been reading. Dig into, let's yeah. dig into that one. <laughs> what have you, what have you seen so far with like, I know that um, everything is a rumor, obviously, mm -hmm. because we haven't got anybody to confirm, but after we recorded our podcast, a lot of more information started coming out and we started hearing about like, Different situations. Yeah. And and we started learning about the money and we started learning about other situations that might have caused this. Were you surprised by any of them or like any anyone you want to point to? Uh, for, well, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, I think the first day was like the shock that Lewis actually is going to Ferrari. And I think that in of itself is just sort of like, wow, what the heck? Then the next day, you start learning details of why this is happening. And I think that mm. has been the more shocking thing. So um, to clue everybody in, Lewis essentially was asking from Mercedes for like a two plus one contract, two years with an option for an additional year. So three years total. He wanted the 10-year ambassadorship that they had offered him at some point. And, you know, just to continue investing in his initiatives with uh, Mission 44 and... It turns out that the board uh, at Mercedes was just not willing to do that. So they were only willing to do a one, one plus one. And Lewis needs more time. I mean, yeah. you can't just unceremoniously let him go. So, yeah, we learning that just, I mean, before you get into anything else, like just the fact that they were not willing to make him an ambassador of the brand mm -hmm. seems like a complete just like 180 from what we normally hear from them. Like they love Lewis. Lewis is Mercedes. You close your eyes and think of Mercedes F1 and Lewis is the first thing that pops in your head. Yeah. So for them to not make him an ambassador um, and really just be willing to let him go, it seemed like Toto mentioned that naturally their relationship would have come to an end at 2025. And it's like, what do you mean naturally? Like you guys really were not going to sign him for, you know, 2025 and beyond. Like, to let I, somebody I, I go just, like that I, is Toto's crazy. Been, Toto's been on some weird stuff though this whole time. Toto, I, I, everything Toto said, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get trust this man. Yeah, that's what I'm, I, I that's what what I'm saying. It's like, what are you guys talking about? Like, this is what I mean when I'm like, this team has been moving funny and weird, and the fans have been catching on to this for the yeah. past two years, saying it. And there's, you know, been times where everybody's like, you're overreacting, you're overthinking it, you're you're looking too much into it. And it's like, but the clues are right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will never trust a press release from a billion dollar corporation <laughs> at face value. Like, that's, are you crazy? Like, what do you mean? Like, Toto said, oh, we're going to do everything we can to get Lewis whatever he needs. And meanwhile, what we actually see is they haven't listened to him on the technical side about what he needs for the car. So they haven't implemented any of his feedback or his notes into the car. They haven't been prioritizing him in races. You know what I mean? Like, you're basically bringing in this new driver and giving him all of this sort of like pull on the team. Mm -hmm. He hasn't done anything. And then on the one hand, it's, oh, my God, but Lewis is like our pride and joy of Mercedes and we would never do anything to disrupt that balance. And it's like, OK, but, but clearly you guys have because now here we are. 
So I just think it's like a load of bullshit, whatever's been happening behind the scenes. It might not be like, you know, uh, this brutal blood bath behind the scenes. But again, it's yeah. a, in these press releases, they're not going to be like, yeah, we're beefing. Like, sorry, like just like, context clues. make And uh, beefing maybe isn't even the word either, but it's like this this devaluing of Lewis that has mm-hmm. occurred. And it's like, y'all are crazy to ever think that you could just let him go at the end of his career and just like everybody was supposed to just like be okay with that. That's stupid. The 20, the 2025 thing is interesting because it's like, are you implying that he was retiring in 2025 or are you implying that we were definitely not going to (laughs) re-sign Lewis Hamilton in 2025? Cause both of them, both of them I think are, are fucked up because I'm I'm sorry, but like both of them are messed up because it's like Lewis has not talked about retiring. Right. Lewis shut down the retirement talk with, I'm going to be here for years to come. Right. Um, so are you announcing a retirement that Lewis Hamilton ha- didn't announce yet? Like, I, I I don't love bringing him up in comparisons, but I feel like Max Verstappen and Christian Horner are in these shoes. Christian mm-hmm. Horner lies down in the in, outside <clears throat> the, the driveway of Max Verstappen's home so that right. Max can't leave in his car to sign the <laughs> papers with this other team. Right. Like, it really does feel that way. Right. And in the last two years, I, I, wish, I, wish, I wish I could say, like, I was there for the whole time that Lewis was winning with Mercedes, but I wasn't. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> pretend that I was. <clears throat> so, like, I've seen glimpses of Toto and Lewis and their <clears throat> relationship, but... I have heard a lot more about their relationship than I have seen about their relationship. Because in these last two years, I've been questioning Toto. Every, like, I think in the first podcast that I did with Nyasha, I was like, y'all talk about Toto in a certain way. Mm. And, and it, everything might have been true. Right. Everything might have been true. But it felt like Toto was living off of credit and not off of actual performance. Right. It felt like Toto, which, which is fair, because... The credit is seven world championships. Six world championships? Six. Six. Well, eight. Eight, eight constructors. Team, eight yeah. constructors. <laughs> so like, seven, the, six, the, the, you can rest on those laurels. Yeah. They are amazing and no one can take that away from you. Right. But objectively speaking, in these last two years, it felt like what you're saying. It felt like Toto saying, ah, oh, we owe him the eighth. We want to give him the car. We want to do this. We want to do that. Strategies favor George Russell. <laughs> You make Lewis Hamilton record a fucking apology, like that not apology, video, but but yeah. that hug bullshit. The moment to sanitize that, the image of the team, right? The moment you right. see that, you're already like this shit moves weird. This shit moves weird because like, and then you keep looking at Horner, and I understand Horner annoys mm-hmm. the crap out of people. And I understand we right. don't like Max Verstappen, but nobody, nobody would question the lens of annoying. Of annoying, <laughs> illegal, corrupt, on the side shit that Horner will do right. to benefit and keep Max Verstappen. Right. And to think that now I look at Toto and their relationship is great. They're both winners. They're champions. They're champions. I'm not saying anything otherwise. I'm saying <laughs> this end to it, we were talking about like, mm-hmm. or, or I mentioned in, in the last podcast, this doesn't feel like what Mercedes, Ferrari, and Lewis Hamilton would do. This doesn't feel like how they would announce it. Lewis Hamilton would show much, much more respect to Mercedes. Mercedes would like be more prepared. Mm-hmm. Ferrari wouldn't be uh, caught blindsided and they would maybe had told signs about it before right. signs found out over the internet. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't see what people say about Toto. And I think that 
he's felled off. And yeah. I think that he is a businessman, right. not in the sense of Lewis Hamilton, but in the sense of Toto Wolf wakes up and he wants to please the board. Right. And the board <clears throat> is pleased by making money. And to me, it's crazy. To me, it really gives that Mercedes F1 team mm-hmm. love and value Lewis Hamilton. I think that's true. I think that's absolutely true and you can't remove it. But it shows that it ends there. That as soon as you leave the ecosystem of Mercedes F1 and go into Mercedes land, Lewis is not loved like he is loved in the F1 team. And, and it makes me think that this like ambassadorship was something that Toto and him talked about. And like it made sense to them because mm-hmm. they see it. But like the, for the board to reject this, they they lack of it must be a lack of vision that's insane. Um, the last thing I say, last thing I say yeah. is like it's just to echo what you said is like close your eyes, picture a Mercedes F1 car, it's Lewis Hamilton in it. So right. like I don't none of this makes sense. So. Yeah, well, and I was going to add to that. I think um, I've been reading that you know the previous CEO of Mercedes had kind of promised that to Lewis, and the current one and the current board essentially are the ones that are kind of going back on that. Uh, you know, you mentioned business and I'm just sort of like, this doesn't make sense in business. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, we saw just the announcement alone. Like we were talking about the stock market for Mm -hmm. the stocks for Ferrari just like shot up. He generated something like $6 billion or something like that in value for, for, and we didn't get a picture of him shaking somebody at Ferrari's hand. We didn't even see, you know, him in a red suit, like smiling, you know, we didn't get any visual, like it's just an announcement. You know what I'm saying? It feels and like an announcement generated, of an announcement almost. Right. And and it's a year in advance and he's already creating mm-hmm. this much value for Ferrari's brand. Mm-hmm. That's a insane like business move. And I'm like, why would Mercedes get rid of that valuable of a person? And then everybody's like, well, this is business. Like if it's business and it's about money, why would you get rid of the guy who generates the actual most money for your brand? He could sell water to the ocean. You know he what might. I'm saying? He and he might. made just as well. But like, don't sit here and play in my face like, oh, this is business. Da, 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 da. Like, then this is the dumbest business move that I've ever and seen. It, exactly. Okay. Okay. It's business. Okay. Okay. Then it's dumb business. It's like, dumb. What are we talking about here? Like, You got Toto at Harvard Business School giving all these speeches and shit. And he's saying, you know, oh, yeah, we this is how we generated our, our value as a team. And our team's valued at this and that and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, the dude that brings a lot of the value to your team Y'all were ready to get rid of him in, in basically a year. At the end of his what career, that? what would have three what would what would have what would three years have been? Like a drop in the bucket. And just the fact that you weren't even willing to give him that small amount of time as a team that he's been with since uh, you know, a child, like is what, what, absolutely what crazy could to me. But you know who really valued him though? Talk Shout to out me. to John Elkin, who <laughs> like he was he like, can land up, he can, who, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Go no, ahead. like this is what, this is why it's like, you can't sit here and say, you know, nothing weird was happening at Mercedes or whatever. They did not value Lewis. Yeah. They didn't value Lewis. The fact that, you know, we're like talking about his age. Now Toto brings it up like, oh, you know, he's kind of getting up there. All this stuff like now age is an issue, but it wasn't an issue for Ferrari. It wasn't an issue for John Elkin, who basically has been trying and to court this no, no, man no, no, for but years. But it was never an issue for Toto. It was never an issue for yeah. Toto. Never well, an issue for Toto. That's, but now the, that's what he's saying. Yeah. So it's like you're trying to justify, you know, moving. And I get it. Like you need to move to the future at some point. But like finish this out with Lewis, like finish it out strong. Like this is really what y'all are ready for your legacy to end like. Like that's. 
wild to me. That's just wild to me. Um, but yeah, John Elkin basically has been just making these like moves to try to get Lewis to Ferrari. And I mean, even going as far as like I learned, you know, making friends in the same circle as Lewis. I was about to say, I read that the dude started befriending people like, to be adjacent. He was stalking Lewis. You know, but when I do it, it's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> when I do it, it's like, wow. You oh, know, that's like, a problem. No. When I'm trying to <laughs> get into his accounts. Feet away. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm trying to hack his accounts and get into them and look at all his pictures. Yeah. And that's yeah. illegal. Yeah. So apparently if you're, a, you know, CEO of a hedge fund, you know, it's, it's uh, fine. Yeah. You, you want to offer a dude a hundred million dollars and now you can stalk him. That's crazy. That's yeah. Crazy. So, you know. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. You got to apply pressure. You can't be like, this guy's not worth anything. This is Lewis fucking Hamilton. Um, so if it, did you, you, did you read and you did, but like, he's been working on this. Yeah. This is a, this is a Which long feels time. Very, feels very like <laughs> juxtaposition between these last two years of total, like kind of doing the bare minimum, whatever, not, not valuing Lewis like, mm-hmm. we, like he should. Yeah. While this other guy. <laughs> Is sliding into Lewis's DMs and saying, and say, yo, you name it, you name it, you name it. You, you've got Earth. I will bring Moon to you. You name it. Name your price. Yeah. And that's I respect that so much. I respect it too. Um, So the the current deal that they kind of settled at was uh, eighty million euro for twenty twenty five with an option for twenty twenty six. Approximately twenty million euro of this amount will be delivered in the form of bonuses to benefit the Drivers Foundation Mission Forty Four. The other part of the agreement with Ferrari concerns the post-racing period. Uh, John Elkman proposes creating a common investment around with around 250 million euro through the Exer family business to invest in Lewis Hamilton's projects and transform him into an ambassador for his own brand. That last part, mm. ambassador for his own brand? Yeah. I don't know. When you and this is via about- Scuderia fans, by the way. I'm reading Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when we talk about stake, mm. when we talk about ownership like that's that shit i do like because like that's i feel like that's even it's such a it's such a baller thing to say because we were talking about ambassador or lewis wanted ambassador right and and he wanted to be an ambassador of mercedes but this man is saying the right thing which is like ambassador of your own damn self right like you're you yeah i mean well this is something like before when you know we hear rumors about lewis moving to ferrari the biggest thing people kind of push back with is like culturally how is this a fit lewis has like all these diversity inclusion initiatives that Mm -hmm. he wants to do he's got all these side projects that he's a part of he has his own sponsors that you know kind of like cling to him you know what how ferrari is very strict you know strict about what they let their drivers do um you know what they can wear charles wanted to start a clothing brand that was not you know like he you can't just do what you want so we didn't Mm -hmm. see how in the background they're telling him you can do whatever you want and you have a blank check Give, write a number on this piece of paper. Tell us what you want and we'll do it. So now that part of the conversation is interesting because, you know, Ferrari is very traditionally, you know, white. Um, the fact that, you know, they're, you look at their team photo we saw like just a few mm-hmm. months ago, we called it out. We were like, you know, this, this is a very white team. Um, so for them to be interested in continuing uh, Lewis's work with diversity and inclusion, like this also signifies a big change for Ferrari culturally. Yeah. Like they're ready to be progressive or at least appear progressive through working with Lewis, whichever one, you know, it's business. So it yeah. could be just the appearance of it. But at the end of the day, that still means something to Lewis. Like this, the fact that Lewis 
has mission 44 something that's so important to him that he wants you know the teams that he's with to invest in that and that's kind of part of why mercedes didn't work out says that like mission 44 is truly like his baby like he's not just saying that you know, this is something I want to do. This is really something he yeah. dedicated his time to. And the fact that Ferrari were just more than willing to pick that up and carry the torch with him. Like, it just says a lot about, again, like how they see value in him. It's, it's so much how, more. How, yeah. how they see value in him. Yeah. Which is, which makes no sense mm-hmm. because how is Ferrari, how is this man have such a clear vision of Lewis and the value that he brings but his home doesn't understand the value that Lewis Hamilton brings. Like, like Lewis has a resume and I understand that obviously, but right. you've been in Mercedes with this man. He has done so much, not just on track. Like what? Ah, this is goat shit. This is goat shit. <laughs> this is goat shit for yeah. Ferrari to be like, you know what? We're going to, we're gonna we're gonna have as twice as many black people now because zero plus one with Lewis that's two so so like and like to adopt that culture right. and and to say like like you said name your price what do you need we got you right. like you want to be an ambassador ambass like we do. <laughs> um so it's like <laughs> how do you not see how do how does this man see so much value in Lewis which mm-hmm. I think is accurate but but Mercedes couldn't see the value in him. Fumble. I think those FOC are going to adopt this man. Oh, they already have. Oh, I, I I know. Did they you see that one? Lo- did you see the the mix between the logo of Ferrari and the logo of? Yeah, Lewis? I did see that. It was sick. <gasps> Look meant to. Looks like it was meant to be. I mean, give me that shit on the front of the car, Ferrari. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Ford Fo- or Ford Fiesta today, Ferrari. Right. Give me that. Car, you give me that car, Ferrari. I want that in the front. Right. I want that. I want that look. Yeah. It it really it really shows um Ferrari is like we've been seeing Vasor move. Mm-hmm. And this is just proof that Vasor is moving with approval from the top. Like yeah. that that Vasor has a vision and that the top is completely like behind not his vision necessarily, but like the vision of the team and bringing the team back to success. And like yeah, I mean, and he was part of that yeah. plan too. I mean, they they replaced uh, Benotto with him, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's really just the continuation of it, right? Vasur was part of it, right? And I, I guess like what I, what I'm through Lewis through this entire thing, it's like Ferrari. I feel like knows the perception. I was really surprised to learn that John Elkin is like 47 years old. So. Very young. I am. I was also surprised when I learned it right now. Just now, right? So you know <laughs> that that has a lot to do. Like, I guess he'd be like Gen know. X technically or whatever. So Wait, how old is Lewis? He he's not forty seven. <laughs> no, but like he's thirty nine. I think he just turned thirty nine. Um, so you know, like they're pretty close in age. But you know, you gotta yeah. the CEOs of holding companies are usually like old. Like you know what I'm saying? Like to be so young and to be in control of something like this. Uh, just Ferrari. I, and like other amongst other things it's crazy (laughs) but um you know like to me i feel like that means that they're also really plugged in on like culture and what's happening in like every race you see the clown emojis and the clown photos for that symbolize ferrari like you must be tired of that like everybody Mm -hmm. it's a running joke and Ferrari is supposed to mean something and be such a you know prestigious serious team like it's time to get back to business so i really feel like this is just 
a, a big part of the plan. You know, you have Vasor, you have Lewis, you now have lots of, you know, uh, Mercedes engineers and uh, technical directors and people like that, like coming onto the team, like um, that. It, it's just like, it obviously is a big project that's going to have a lot of different moving parts, but you see them all kind of starting to come together. And I do think it's just like a kind of a symbolizing a new era for Ferrari. And I think this is a cool, I, I would want to be a part of it if I was working in F1. Like, you know, we're worrying if, if Bono is going to come. Like, you I was going to I was going to ask you, have you seen anybody? Yeah. Have you seen anybody that's uh, coming with Lewis? Um, any confirmations at all? Yeah, I mean, Bono's the one that everybody's kind of waiting for. I mean, no, we're we're dying for that. Yeah, need that to happen. I will help we you come. I will come help you pack. I'll, I will help you move. I will watch your kids. Like if you know, kids, I will if carry child care stuff. is an issue. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we Actually, gotta get gotta keep the band together. <laughs> this offer, this offer also extends to Adrian. Yeah. Newman, by the way, right? Correct. Um, we will help you move. We'll help, help you get your I'll stuff. Help you yeah. stuff. We can help you with the kids. We yeah. can feed the dogs. Just let us know however much time <laughs> well, you need, Adrian. How we can make Adrian, this transition easier? Whatever we can however do However like, we can yeah. make it easier. However yeah. we can make it easier. So I'm sure <laughs> Natasha can hook you up with like interior design. No. I would love to. I'll do I'll do the lifting stuff. Chris will do the lifting stuff. You'll just do literally yeah. all the brainy, smart, yeah. style, creative. Decor. Uh, yeah. Executive producer, producer, uh, writer, you know? <laughs> I'll just yeah. Basically. print and bring you coffee. Perfect. So that sounds good to me. <laughs> sold. I'm sold. I'm ready to go to Italy I, right now. I know you are. Yeah. I know you are. Um, I feel bad for Carlos Sainz. Why? I will. I will say that this is a really <laughs> shitty situation. This is a shitty situation. Not, not that I'm saying like. <laughs> a I did. Okay. Kid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. But absolutely. But absolutely. I, I, I don't know if it's. I, I, I should ask people if it's bad that I bring up the NBA so much. It's not. But it's not think. okay. Yeah, um, I totally yeah. Carlos Sainz. Um, there was a trade for so Phoenix Suns and Brooklyn Nets traded Kevin Durant to the Suns and a player called Mikhail Bridges to the Nets. Okay, Mikhail Bridges was a mm -hmm. very popular Phoenix Suns player, mm -hmm. but Kevin Durant is arguably one of the best basketball players in the world. So when they asked Mikhail Bridges about being traded, how do you mm -hmm. feel about being traded? His response was, they traded me for Kevin Durant. I would have <laughs> traded me for Kevin Durant. So it's like, at least Carlos Sainz, you can say that you're not getting picked up, but it's because of Lewis Hamilton. Right. Like, like you know, at least you got that going for you. Like, at least it's that. Yeah, like... Because imagine being dropped. They're not like putting Lance Logan, in that I was going to say, or like Logan Sargent or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't find it. Just, but it is part of the business. It just, it just <clears throat> kind of sucks how he found out. But yeah. it is, you know, but it's going to be, the, if you're going to be replaced, get replaced by the GOAT. That's okay. Right. We, we got to live. Can't, even his dad was something, said something like that. Like, you know, can't argue with their decision. Like, <laughs> and normally I feel like his dad usually kind of like, Gets into it, you know, a little bit. He'll kind of like defend his son. Lewis. Yeah. Everybody loves Lewis. He's like, hey, I understand. I would do the same hey, thing. Yeah. Like, I would have done, done the same shit, son. <laughs> Carlos is like, Dad? Dad? I went to the car. <laughs> if Lewis Hamilton would have come to the car, I would have loved that too, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Just keeping it real, buddy. I'm, you know what I mean? I'll give it a hundred. Yeah. If you see yeah. any other, Carlos, 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 any other driver, any other driver, it's you, Papa. It's you, Papa. Right. This is Louis. This is Louis. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah. This is, this to me though, has been just a very eye-opening, obviously as yeah. a Lewis Hamilton fan. I see his value. I see it every day. But we always have to hear somebody say like how, oh, he's not the most uh, profitable. He's not the most marketable. Actually, we had uh, Alpha Towery team manager, Graham Watson. It was like last month. He said, um, quote, Max is the best thing that has happened to Formula One. Now, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, Even when they're wrong. <laughs> but if nothing else, this just day has shown how valuable to Formula One and the best thing that Formula One has going is Lewis Hamilton. Um, there is a company that's like social media analytics called Zoomf. Yeah. They did the analytics They're for Zoomph. Z-O-O-M-P-H. That's actually that's actually the sound Zoomf. the has card makes Anamata when it's Pia. going to start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the tweet from them is great was is crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. So um a day ago, with the Lewis Hamilton move to Ferrari at F1 beat their 2023 race day averages with huge social media stats yesterday. 330 million impressions, $8.6 million in social value, and 17.1 million engagements. The Instagram post of Scuderia Ferrari's 2025 lineup, where they had like Lewis superimposed in a Ferrari suit with yeah. Charles Leclerc next to him was F1's number one post of the past year. And also I learned that Ferrari gained 220,000 new followers. Like Ferrari, not like, do you know how crazy that is? You're giving them 200,000 extra nah, he's, followers? He's giving them a million. He's giving them a million by 2025. But yeah, but on day one though, do you know what I'm saying? We should, we should look mean? up. We should look up what Messi did when he went to Miami. Like oh, when wow, Messi that, changed yeah. to Inter Miami, like the Inter Miami Instagram, yeah, blew up, went crazy. Yeah, but I think I think the only thing that's the ah, I wish that it was for twenty twenty four. Yeah, because I think then it would have been like the biggest ever. Like yeah. I think that would have been like it would have crashed that shit. We would be, it would be done because this minute you see Lewis in a suit, a Ferrari race suit or in the car, like, it's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're just talking about some announcements were made. I, I mean, it's not just like any announcement, but an announcement was made and this was how things shifted off of that. We don't have any visuals yet. That's going to be crazy when we do. And when he's finally on that the team. That first, even testing is going to be so like. It's just not fathomable, like these numbers. And this is just F1 numbers that they're... Yeah. So this is not... Every newspaper in the world has tweeted about it. You had TV talk show hosts and, you know, daytime talk show, show hosts mm -hmm. were just like talking about it, who this is not normally their content. Like you try to measure the wave, the, the, the tsunami that was Lewis Hamilton transferring to Ferrari yesterday or, you know, Thursday. I feel like you just can't, you cannot like so much was said. So many newspapers were printed with this on the cover. Um, it's just, you can't even, so yeah, when you're talking about like value and formula one and the best thing that's happened, like this is the best thing that's happened to them, their strategy moving forward. I was thinking, what the hell are they going to do in 2024? 
you know, we're going to probably see Red Bull sweep again or, you know, somewhere close to that. Like there's no Mm. real narrative. There's no real incentive for people who were checked out to check back in. And now they have 2024 sorted. They have 2025 sorted, like 2026. People want to see. I I want to skip to 2025. So you're welcome. Like cut this man a fucking check because he is single handedly saving your asses and he's just existing. So, yeah. Talk about value. I feel like this is a very good time. Yeah. Um, to maybe find let's let's wrap up. Any any last because like I feel like it's a very good time to talk about because you just said Lewis Hamilton saves your ass. Yeah, saved the day. And Lewis <laughs> and Lewis Hamilton saved their ass pretty heavily. Yeah. When the announcement came out. But we can move on to that. Be like, I don't know if you want any last words on like what we've heard on the Ferrari movement, on Lewis moving there, anything you're super excited about. Any, I, I, we, like we said, and I'm going to say it again, I hope Bono goes with him. That would be yeah. really, really sick. Um, I don't know. I just, the whole project has me excited. I wasn't really like, yeah. I just kind of haven't been paying attention to Ferrari, if I'm being like totally honest. Like, obviously I see things are happening there, but I really, this puts in perspective, like completely okay, they're being serious. Like, it's not just mm-hmm. the usual, like, we're going to improve and, like, things will get better. We promise. Like, they're cleaning house. They're bringing in new people. Lewis Hamilton, I mean, the energy, like, the you have to imagine, like, you can't have him come to your team and, like, be trash. You know, this has to work. This has to work. And uh, so, yeah, I'm just really excited for that. I'm excited for that kind of, like, transitional year in 2025. Just you know, to see how he kind of uh, acclimates into the team. And then hopefully they go full force in 2026. So, yeah, I'm excited. Everybody, I just, I think that's so cool. Like immediately seeing like all of the fan renders of Lewis in the race suits. Um, I'm excited to see like people just having like, this refresh energy around being involved yeah. in F1. Like not just like Formula One, but like content creators, like this room, everybody is getting engagement. We're chit-chatting. This is the off season. Everybody yeah. has decided, like, I'm taking a break from Formula One. Everybody is tapped in right now. Everybody is yeah. tapped in right now. So that is, you. like, I'm sorry. You cannot compare anybody else to him ever. This will never happen again at this scale. I'm thankful as fuck. Unless he moves again. <laughs> right. But, you know, or he brings, he's like, I want to start an F1 team. You know, something like that. But I'm just happy that, like, I don't have to read about this. You know, future Tasha doesn't have to read about this. And I get to actually witness it in real time because this is special. So I'm excited. Just period. It really does feel like that first time that he comes out in the the red racing suit is going to be, is going to be like a a moment. A a moment. Yeah. (laughs) Also, Team LH. What's up? For some reason. You mean Scuderia LH? Escuderia, Forza, 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 yeah. Forza, Forza, Forza. Um, if you don't, if you think, because I'm sure you do, yeah. but if you think you don't look good in red, you can wear There's other so many black. shades of red. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that too. And you and like you can just wear black and purple and any. It's, it's you're all good. You're gonna look <laughs> don't great. Don't worry, baby. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be fine. Yeah, great. We're all gonna look fucking great. I'm gonna pull up. We're gonna pull oh up God. to Italy. We're gonna say prego. We're gonna say I'm with Lewis. They're gonna kick your ass out, but it's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, I am excited. I wish we could skip to 2025. Pretty much, like um, let's just pass, skip past 2024. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. matters to me unless Lewis somehow wins a championship. But other than that, I'm just like nothing else matters. I'm ready. I'm ready for the red red car to go. I 
can't can't wait. I'm going to say this situation (laughs) has made me not like Toto. I am. That's fair. Done with Done with Toto. Finito. (laughs) I don't see it. I don't see it. You don't see what everybody else sees? (laughs) I don't see it. I, that's not to say anything about him personally. And he's obviously a good businessman. Yada, yada, yada. He won with Lewis. Yada, caveat, yada. caveat, caveat, yeah. You know, all those right. things. Who am I versus the billionaire? You know, right. we get it. But <laughs> I'm out on Toto. Like, right. <laughs> the, the time that I've been a really big fan of F1, I haven't seen shit from him. AD21, I'm sorry. Any other, any, I feel like any other team principal would have handled it better. <laughs> Any and other team, my the full weight of Ferrari you know, behind you know Lewis. Say somebody d- tries this shit again. Like, could you imagine? Please, you know what the bar, what the Please. bar was yeah. to handle it better? Not crowd surf that <laughs> night. Okay, <laughs> it was a really low bar. So, like, I'm out on Toto. I don't yeah. think he did a bad job. Clearly, he won all these championships. George Russell is a fine driver. Who knows? Maybe he'll be relevant. Um, right. Carmen, you are always relevant. Come on the podcast. We'd love to have you. Um, but. <laughs> I'm out on Toto. I think Christian yeah. Horner. I think Christian Horner is a better team principal than Toto Wolf. He said it with his whole chest. Because he'll do whatever is necessary. His, in his team principal role, mm-hmm. Christian Horner will die on the track for Max Verstappen. And Max Verstappen doesn't deserve that. Meanwhile, this man who deserves for you to literally be a bridge for him to not get his shoes wet. <laughs> You do this shit to him. I'm yeah. out on you. This is I'm how you repay you. him? I, I'm out on wow. you. I think he's just, I think he yeah. literally, which is fine. I think he <laughs> literally only cares about the money. I don't think he cares about winning. I mean, he does I have a big investment don't. in Mercedes. So yeah, like. So maybe that's, yeah. maybe that's why he's shitty. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe he realized, oh, winning doesn't make you the most money. <clears throat> and I mean, maybe obviously, he's to... do you remember when uh, Vegas happened and everybody was critiquing Vegas for having the, you know, um, the road issues and having repaved oh, the track. Yes, I do. And he's given this big grand, like, you know, how dare He didn't crowd you? surf that day. He was devastated. He was yeah. devastated. He wouldn't have crowd surf that day. But he was angry. He was passionate. He was upset that people were daring, daring to critique Formula One and like, how dare you like besmirch this amazing event and like, Ooh, you know, right, I'm just like, bro, I just had a question about why are there potholes in the street? Like, I was just, you know, like, he didn't do that for Lewis. So don't, don't, <laughs> when I say like, I feel like he doesn't fight hard enough, like, I'm not, mm-hmm. Pulling that out of my ass, I just feel like we've seen instances where he, when he wants to get active, he gets active, and he didn't do, he hasn't done that for Lewis. So he gets active for the money, not for the right. For Lewis. Yeah, bands make him dance, he, and I get that. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but, <laughs> I you get know, it. You're, you're, but your guy, but you your said day that, one. Yeah, you said we were going to win Silverstone. Like, I there's video. You said that shit. <laughs> you said that shit. So don't come at me for calling him out for stuff that he said <laughs> out of his own mouth and didn't deliver <laughs> on. Like. No, can't do I that. agree. Can't do that. Yeah. Can't do that. Anyway. I, wonder, I wonder what, yeah, I wonder what his future is going to be like. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to leave soon. I mean, I don't really foresee sense. him staying that long anyway, to be quite honest. So. Maybe my tinfoil hat conspiracy of him moving to a Formula One or FIA role Maybe. is going to happen now that he doesn't have Lewis. George Russell, I, I, keep, I, I keep remembering things. George Russell's tweet is like, it's been very special driving with Lewis. And I'm like, on one hand, he's not leaving yet. So we don't have to do the the long ass goodbye. But like, you can do better than it's been special. Just say you hate him, bro. Just say it. Just say it. It was not necessary. It's special. Like, what do you mean it's special? Like, 
like getting a like what getting a free like fucking dessert at a restaurant is special. Right. Like, what are you talking? About? Uh, I don't have the energy. Okay, I said we George. were. I said yeah. I said we were gonna move on, but then I kept talking right. about the Mercedes stuff. I want to talk about this. Like, for, we could talk about this all day. There's so much to get into. Like, so this is some bullshit. Like, what do you mean you're not gonna give so this man a three year contract? Like. What are you talking about? You even, even, let's talk about that. Who do you think asked for that clause to get out of the contract? Because even then, it's like, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of message? You and me, you and me. Mm-hmm. We're signing a contract to be on the podcast. Right. What kind of message does it show if I'm like, give me a two year, and you're like, give me a one and one? Right. Because like, I want the option to be able to leave. Like that feels like weird to me. Like, was it Lewis that said that? Because. I've seen what your performance is recently. And mm-hmm. like, if the performance stays this way, I want to leave. Then Mercedes. I, I feel like it was mutual. Like, cause they mutually, cause I believe either party could kind of activate that part of the, oh, you know really? what I'm saying? So if Mercedes didn't want to, you know, go forward with I the extra a, year. I thought it was yeah. just Lewis. Mm-hmm. It's like an exit mm. clause or something like that. So that, I mean, that's just, that's, that leaves a shitty taste this, in my mouth. Yeah, this kind of explains why the, the negotiation like took so long. I mean, yes, uh-huh. contracts always take a long time. We know that. I get it. But like, this seems abnormally long. Like, it just seemed like, bro, like, this is Lewis. Give him what he wants. However many years he wants. Like, sign it. Bada boom, bada bing. Like, what are we talking about like, here? So, like, yeah. Like uh, Christian Horner does with Max. Who may sign for the rest of his life? Lando Norris has signed like four contracts in the span of Lewis re-signing for Mercedes, and he doesn't even have a race win. So what are what, like? That's why I'm like, this is where my brain is at. I'm not sitting here like trying to just shit on them to shit on them, but I'm just saying like, there's weird. Other people are getting contracts left and right, and Lewis and Mercedes are dragging their feet. Oh, we're gonna have coffee. Oh, we're even gonna Charles sign McClure. it soon. Yeah, like what? Charles huh? Clerk is getting ex- Charles Clerk is getting extended, and you know, like you really talk about loyalty. Let's flip it. We the, the, <laughs> like people start talking about is Lewis loyal and shit. These teams aren't loyal. You're uh, like Mercedes isn't loyal because look at McLaren and look at Ferrari and look at Red Bull. Look at Max Lando mm-hmm. and Charles. That is the, that is loyalty coming from both sides, right? And you know what's funny though. Um, let me find the quote for from this really quick because Toto, speaking of like Lando and Charles, you know, uh, Toto says if about you told, signing him. If you told me two days ago that Lewis was going to Ferrari, I didn't think it was possible. So situations and things can change quickly. He um, also says it's not something I want to be rushed into regarding like signing new people. Mm-hmm. I guess that a few contracts, aka Leclerc and Norris, have been signed a few weeks ago that we would have looked at. So you know what I'm saying, like. How broken up, heartbroken could you be about your guy leaving if you're like, damn, I wish you would have got, would have been able to negotiate with Leclerc and, and Norris for replacing Lewis. So I'm glad he didn't get the, the you know, the, time. The memo, the heads yeah, up. Yeah, the anything. heads up. Yeah, fuck that. Like, nah, nah you don't deserve nah. it. So nah. enjoy so whatever's left of the driver's market that you got to scrape the barrel to find, you know, whenever it came to be Alonso. Yeah. It's going to be Alonso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put Carmen on that car, in that car. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So twenty minutes ago, I yeah. said I, we were gonna we were gonna move on to a different, Ooh. but like it's difficult. <laughs> um, we said in the podcast where we recorded our Lewis Hamilton reaction, yeah. we said that we were going to address something first because yeah. the day before the Lewis Hamilton announcement, mm-hmm. everybody was sharpening their pitchforks. 
because Andretti Motor, Andretti Global, uh, their bid to go into uh, F1 was rejected. Right. And we we talked earlier, you mentioned like Lewis keeps saving your asses. And this news about Lewis going to Ferrari literally like almost made the... Stimulated the economy. Talk to me about your timeline. Like how was your timeline Mm -hmm. the day of Andretti? And have you seen anything Andretti related in your timeline since the Lewis Hamilton thing? Yeah. So the day before, I mean, obviously it was the reaction to mm-hmm. um, Andretti being denied entry into Formula One by F, uh, the FOM um, leadership and reacting to the, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and just call it like disrespect, the way that mm-hmm. they, you know, gave him all these bullet points as to why he wasn't ready and why he- We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get into that. But you know what I'm saying? So it was just sort of mm-hmm. like, it's not just that it was de- denied, it was the way that it was done. So that was a lot of this, the firestorm um, on Wednesday. Thursday, nothing that wasn't Lewis or Ferrari related kind of came through the timeline. I mean, a few people kind of peeped though. They were like, you know, wait a minute. Yesterday we were talking about Andretti, like well played, mm-hmm. you know, to to whoever leaked this. Uh, and then the FIA at some point in the afternoon actually released a rebuttal statement to, yeah. you know, what, uh, F, you know, F1, FOM said about Andretti. So it's like that kind of slipped through the cracks. And then today is just, you know, it's just everybody's kind of still talking about this thing because we're getting new details. So, yeah, that's that's what my timeline has been. Mm-hmm. Mine is the exact same. Yeah. Mine is the exact same. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about Andretti. Uh, I'm going to read some things. So Andretti is a massive name in American racing. It is the biggest Honda team in the IMSA. It's the in there, the winner of a third of the last 15 Indy 500s. They are also the reigning Formula E champion. Um, Cadillac, who is also part of the bid with Andretti, currently races in IMSA, in the FIA World Endurance Championship, and in IndyCar. GM, who is also part of this bid, GT Racing, NHRA, NASCAR, and IndyCar. Everybody who's related to this bid has experience in motorsport and some in experience with other FIA-related motorsport leagues. Um, I learned a little bit about Andretti and F1. Uh, so Mario Andretti, by the way, great name. I don't know why I haven't dropped that yet. Great name. <laughs> it's a travesty. It's a travesty. You want to keep Mario away. Right. Mario Andretti uh, raced in F1 from 1968 to 1982, won 12 Grand Prix and a world title. Um, and he was also successful in IndyCar and Endurance. Michael Andretti was in F1 too. I learned that they also tried, they were also very close to purchasing Sauber in 2021, Alfa Romeo. Uh, but Alfa Romeo wanted all control and only wanted them to flip the money and nothing else. And Andretti can't, uh, Andretti didn't want that. General Motors is uh, registered to become a power unit supplier, which mm-hmm. means and en- which means engines and hybrid components. And what we've seen, and I've been reading a lot about this, what turns what it turns out to be is like once they go into the bid together as a team, GM, Andretti, Cadillac, go team. Um, the vibe is that F1 wants GM, yeah. but they don't want Andretti. To the point where they reached out to Andretti and they, to, they reached out to GM and they were like, hey, just leave Andretti. Just come, come to F come to F1, just leave Andretti. <laughs> The GM released a statement. They were like, nah, we, we, we got our day ones. Um, and 
after that, like you mentioned, the FIA releases the, 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 I'm sorry, FIA approves the bid. Mm-hmm. So the FIA says, y'all have everything you need. Now it's up to Stefano Domenicali and Liberty Media to, to approve you joining into, uh, Formula One. And then F1, once the FIA approves, F1 comes out with, we note the FIA's conclusion in relation to the first and second phases of their process and will now conduct our own assessment of the merits of the application. During that time, so F1 is doing their, F1 is doing their investigation. Hmm. Um, and so let's see if they get rejected or not. But during that time, I, I looked at it and basically everybody who is in Gene Haas or Zach Brown were like, nah. <laughs> Can you guess why? Why nobody wants them? No, nah. it is the money. It's always money. Tasha. It's money hungry. It's always yeah. money. So they they signed Concord. I've learned so much today. They signed Concord <laughs> agreements in 2021, yeah. and and that's where they specified that if you come in as a new team, you must pay 200 million dollars to balance the dilution of like profits and how much money they're making and everything. Right. The argument is that all of that was before COVID and all of that was before Drive to Survive exploded the series. So now right. like $200 million doesn't cover it. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody, like, I'm not going to read the quotes and everything, but like, I, I looked at Fred Vasseur. He he literally, quote, he's quoted saying like, GM can come. Andretti, uh, oh, uh, that's a different conversation. Right. James Vowles. Angel James Vowles, <laughs> he, he said it in public, like, oh, right. I don't know about Andretti, but it would be great to get GM up in here. <laughs> I don't know. I, they've been, we talked about it in previous podcasts. They did yeah. these guys so dirty. Like, they, like yeah. no, everybody's out in the open saying, we don't want you. We yeah. don't want you. We don't want you. So what yeah. happens? The F1 rejects them. Yeah. I was only going to say that um, they, F1 said that they don't add value and that we don't believe that you would be competitive. But then I read the actual quote. And first, let's actually, let's actually, let's just talk about point number one because I've been, I've been rambling. You and I have spoken a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, the, one of the things that we both, I think, disagree with is that <clears throat> one of the, one of the conclusions for F1 was that the team would not add value on its own. Right. And you and I have had the conversation about value like so many times. And it is, yeah. it is baffling that we, our arguments ke- keep getting proven because we used to argue about certain teams not adding value to the grid. Mm-hmm. And that was before fucking Visa Cash App RB happened. Right. Right. And it's, I, like, can, can does every team in the grid add value, Tasha? <laughs> Can you name any teams that might not add value? Hmm. I mean, there's, I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Haas jumps out as the team that to me does not add value. Uh, even to the point where Gene has said, I don't want to invest my money into this team anymore and I don't want investors. So for me, I read that and I'm like, okay, so if he... his his he's outwardly saying like i don't plan on making this team better 
Yep. At least in a financial sense. Like, what are they doing there? You know, and I feel like Gene also has a lot to say about this uh, as well, because, you know, he's coming across as somebody who's like, you know, I I got in before, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, the team is valued at at a lot now than it, than it was before. But mm-hmm. it's also like, you're not doing anything. You're, if anything, you're the one riding F1's coattails, you know, just like raking in money for your, your company that you're using F1 to just like promote your brand. But you're not actually adding anything, at least performance-wise, to the the actual product. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing here? And I feel like that's why I'm like, I can't, ju- I can't, for me, and I, I don't know if you, how you feel about Andretti. I don't feel particularly like invested in this mm-hmm. in terms of like, it has to be him. It could, this could be any team, but I do yeah. feel like particularly because Andretti has a history in formula one and other racing series and he's got these, you know, contracts with GM and Cadillac who are like world-renowned auto engineers. Like you can't just, you can't play in their face. Like it's not like anybody that they're rejecting. It's Mario and Andretti and his son and everything that goes along with their brand. So I feel like it's a lot like, you know, what we just talked about with Lewis where it's like, you cannot tell me that Lewis is not worth adding time onto his contract for in the same way that you cannot tell me that Mario Andretti is not a valuable brand to Formula One, especially for a company trying to break into the American market. Like, be so fucking for real. Find a different excuse of why you don't want him there, but don't sit here and, t- and tell everybody that it's because he wouldn't be valuable or competitive. Like, that's just, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Speaking of competitive, <laughs> F1 said in a statement, this is the... This is so like pretentious. Right. F1 said in a statement, Formula One is the pinnacle of world motorsports. Represents a technical challenge to constructors of a nature mm-hmm. that the applicant has not faced in any other formula or discipline in which it has previously competed. Mm-hmm. On this basis, we do not believe that the applicant would be a competitive participant. They also said, and this is, I love this one. <laughs> it dismissed the argument that the Andretti name was a compelling addition. While the Andretti name carries some recognition for some, F1 fans, wow. some, <laughs> our research indicates that F1 would bring a value to the Andretti brand rather than the other way around. Mm. Is F1 going to add value to Andretti if Andretti is an F1 doing well? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But the other, the other thing happens too. Yeah. Andretti adds... See... F1 to me starts to feel what is that like too big to fail like that's the vibe that they're, that they're giving like the hubris you know because they their company hubris. the value the valuation of the company has gone up like you can't we I'm not gonna say like it's not more valuable mm-hmm. than it was before but like they're like oh we can be picky and choosy because we're rich now and like you know what I mean like but when you open up the applications he was the only team that met it that met all of the criteria. He paid the fee that you guys said. It's not his fault that COVID happened or that other things have happened since you set this fee. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yes, you can be like, we want more money, but I don't particularly think that's fair because he paid the fucking fee that you guys set in the first place. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you wanted more money, you should have made that happen before you opened applications for people to be part of the grid. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like them going back and forth and trying to make it seem like, you know, uh, he's not qualified or, you know, they're not going to be ready for 2026. Okay. 
but it's the beginning of a new regulation period. Like a lot of teams are not going to be ready. We saw that this year. <laughs> we saw that. Sorry, the beginning of the previous yeah. season. You know, like yeah. a lot of teams were caught off guard by McLaren the. McLaren was seventeen at the start of last at the start of twenty twenty three. So what are we yeah. talking about? I mean, Haas. Uh, excuse me. Let me let me read what the new team principal has said. He said you might think. That's about it, but it's eighth place. We were last place in 2023, so we have to beat the other two teams. But considering the current state of the team, we don't have the elements to win. So Haas is only going for eight. All right, like shoot for the. They say shoot for the moon. <laughs> no, no, no. I shoot. I shoot for the first story. Like you telling me, Andretti can't more. come in with the with the DM engine and try to be at least be eighth or ninth or whatever. Like. Even if they're dead last, like, come on now, it's a new team. Like, give them a chance to compete and to, like, see where they're at. You can't be like, we didn't, we're not sure you can hack it before they've even put a car on the grid. Like, that doesn't make any sense. That There's doesn't make any sense. I, I, I see this and I think, like, if not them, then who? Who's Correct. going to have a better, who's going to have a better prepared bid? Who's gonna and ha- and if- again, I'm with you. I don't feel like, I don't, I don't feel strongly towards Andretti. I, I love what you said. It's like, it doesn't need to be him. I yeah. feel the same way. It doesn't need to be him. But like, objectively speaking from afar, it looks like this the, this group has the best bid. What's the most viable seen. option? Yeah. <laughs> You've seen in like the last like 20 years. They made a car. <laughs> they built a car before right. you said, before you said, yes, I was already driving on track, bitch. They probably have more wind tunnel time for that car than fucking Haas has. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Ah, it's so petty. It's so it's petty. So and it's like so I'm saying, like, did Mario like steal somebody's girl when he was in F1? Like, what's ha- like? What? No, he happening? was honoring. He was honoring <laughs> Dominicali the other fucking day. Like, like, what the relationship other, uh, is is not there. So yeah. Other reasons I didn't list. Like, just quick list. <laughs> they said this is hilarious. This is hilarious. This is this is hilarious. This is like there is not enough space for more teams at venues. They legit said that. They legit said there's no space. There's no space. Okay. Do you remember what happened on 2023? When we had that imaginary movie team that Brad Pitt was in? Right. That had its own fucking garage? (laughs) But we don't have space for a legit team? Right. Maybe we're renting the 11 space for movies. Maybe that's it. Right. It's like a timeshare, profitable timeshare. Yeah, that's the most important (laughs) thing is we have space for movie sets. For Brad Pitt to come in and do his movie. Yeah. And yeah, reason number or, or short reason number two, qualifying mm. would be too congested in shorter tracks. Okay. We got 20 you, cars now. How could we congested. fix that? Yeah. How could we ever fix that? Yeah. How could we? Why, like there's, it, it would be impossible to add time to qualifying. It would be right. impossible. <laughs> it would be impossible. Round to one, round two. It. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And what, what are we supposed to do? Have an order in which these cars come out and do yeah. their qualifying? Shut the fuck up. This is an impossibility. Yeah, it's stupid. Last one is too much operational burdens on race promoters. I don't know shit about that, so it might be true. I still don't care. <laughs> still don't care. That, like, that sounds like a you problem. Again, you opened up the applications for people to be in the sport. Now you're telling us that you don't have the isn't infrastructure. That the $200, million, I get, $200 million should address those little issues. Doesn't all this like newfound money that you guys have fix that issue? Like, what is the, like, that's my point. Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? You're saying we're ready to invest in the sport. And then when you, it comes time to like put new people in place, new teams, you don't want to do it. Cause Oh, we can't, our hands are tied. Like, 
I could have sworn, I could have sworn that the, like some of the paddocks or maybe I'm wrong, but some of the pit lanes, um, could accommodate up to 24 cars. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just no, feel like, right. I feel like maybe we need to just like do better job of like organizing the, the season so that, you know, maybe we just include those tracks, but I just feel like this is all just a bunch of bullshit. Like you knew, you decided well in advance that this guy was not going to oh, be yeah. Uh, oh, invited yeah. and then now you're basically backtracking to justify it and like that's all that this you comes took his money as. yeah first up gotta take his money so yeah. he can for the application yeah but it really feels like he was never gonna get it yeah never just say that say that is that no 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 no, no. it's what you said earlier it's like just don't have a fucking application right because like if mr perfect is gonna show up by perfect i mean the requirements yeah. are met and I have a car and it's wind tunnel. Like right. if, if this, if, if you write what a perfect candidate is and then get a perfect candidate and then <laughs> say, no, thank you. Like just say, you don't want another team. Close it up. Just say you're good with 10. Yeah. Like just say that, but don't, don't say petty and stupid shit. Like what you're saying. Cause yeah. we don't believe you. Also what my last note on this is like, <laughs> every time I see things that F1 is doing, it's not, it's never to be more competitive. It's never yeah. for more competition. It's never for more innovation. Right. It's always another street track. Are we going to Chicago? Let's talk about that for a second. Now? Yeah, that's, yeah, what, yeah. I'm, ahead, that's what I'm saying. Because I'm like, Chicago, they just registered the trademark for uh, the Chicago GP. Uh, I don't know if we're going anytime soon, but you know, they they grabbed it just in case. And I feel like for me, of the, the two cities that they've added, Miami and Vegas, I feel like I like Chicago more. The vibe is definitely feels more like accessible, normal. It's not like a party city, like not marketed as a party city, but obviously mm. people party there. Um, it's just like a good time. So I feel like that kind of is a good direct. That's a good direction for me in terms of like a location. Oh my God, I can't speak anymore. Um, a location. Yeah. But when you see that how they're kind of moving with with American business that wants to be part of F1, it's like, so wait a minute, on the one hand, you're more than happy to keep giving us shitty street tracks, which is my issue. Give us a, another purpose-built track in the States so that we have something else, you know, like that's actually permanent that, you know, isn't just like this, this half-done street track where you can't Put really design it because you know there's buildings and things of truck like give us a purpose-built track like we deserve that here in the states if you're going to keep adding stuff give us something legit and real don't just keep doing whatever's the fast easy quick money so i don't like that i don't like the whole andretti thing just from the standpoint of like again you're talking about somebody who is connected to the american audience whether or not we all you know, are, are like deeply like embedded in, in the culture of Andretti. Like it's not really there, but I would say that like the, the, just the premise that they don't want to do business with him Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, just kind of like is it, it does have like a little bit of salt to it because it's sort of like, so you just want our money. You don't really want to do anything for us. You don't really want to like connect with the American audience. And we're just supposed to like be cool with that. Like just let it rock. So I don't know. I feel like F1's shooting themselves in the foot. I feel like just like Mercedes, uh, Formula One is very short-sighted, being very short-sighted in this. And I think it will turn around and bite them in the ass. Like, I don't think that it's cool that they're like, well, Andretti, we don't want you, but GM, you're still, you're still welcome if you want. Like, I don't, that's a business partnership that I don't really think would make sense for them to leave you know, no, uh, Andretti no. just to be part of Formula. Like that would just and be they such collaborate a bad, in yeah. other in other racing. In other yeah, racing that's not going to happen. Yeah, 
But they tried. <laughs> they tried. And they yeah, tried. It's, it's just nasty. So I just, yeah, I'm like, y'all you really are so short-sighted. And I mean, I'm glad that it's all working out now. Can't say that it's not. Can't say that, you know, they're not making money and all these teams' valuations have gone up. But because it's, of Drive to Survive and mm-hmm. nothing else. And nothing else. And that's the other thing. That's, I'm like, you need you another strategy to market your company besides uh, Drive to Survive because people are getting bored of it. And it's not really doing what you need it to do in terms of like connecting to the audience. Like it seems like a fairy tale of fairy tale version of whatever happened in the season. Like we're Mm -hmm. all going to watch it and be like, it didn't happen like that. Or, you know, that's, there's not enough context there, you know? So yeah, it's just like, what else are you guys doing to really connect with your audiences? Even I would say like other countries, like I feel like you, you know, the U S market because we're new and, and we're seeing kind of how they're moving here. But like, like if you're from somewhere else, like, do you really feel like Formula One is still has your best interest at heart? Like, probably not. So I think we're all kind of feeling disgruntled a little bit with Formula One. Like you said, competition seems to not really be the priority. Mm-hmm. And they're telling us that we should care about this sport, but they're doing everything that makes it feel like it's not like, so I don't know. It's, it's becoming it's more been, pageant yeah. than sport. Yeah, because when they're when these cars that are like these cars are not <clears throat> you're not testing these cars at their best in street tracks. And that's what we're getting. Yeah, we're getting sprints. We're getting Shit Vegas, we Chicago. Like, I why am I watching them. a fucking Vegas race at 4 a.m.? In my own continent. Like, what are you talking about? In my own continent. <laughs> in my own country. In my own country. Like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Please. You know what I'm Nothing. saying? Like, I was up watching... Australian Open at 4 a.m. That's what I meant. Like, I'm just like, that's a whole different part of the world. I'm on the same continent as Las Vegas. I'm in the same country. Like, that's not convenient for us as American fans. Like, they don't have us in mind. So when people sit here and try to do the USA versus everybody else, like, you guys are getting all this stuff. Like, please, we're getting scraps. Like, let's be so fucking for real. Like, we're getting, like, the scraps. We're getting, like, the little uh, quick get-rich-quick scheme ideas implemented here in the United States. They don't really care about us. They're not trying to connect with us. Like, please don't be jealous that we're getting more races because these races they aren't really that great. Yeah. So <laughs> they get like, yeah. you, you know, they tried to go to New York and they said no. And they then said, they were because they look at where they're hitting. They're hitting Vegas, Miami. Yeah. Like they're doing the, the it's like, oh, yeah. Stefano like, wanted to Stefano wanted a race in uh, Central Park. The only green space in all of New York City. You want to shut that down for a race. That's they don't understand. Sorry, go ahead, please. No, 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 no. Because it's not only that he doesn't think about the place. He's not thinking about like, oh, this would be a good race. Or like, imagine, imagine like, oh, this place would be really good for overtakes. He's not thinking about that at all. All he's thinking is like, imagine if I could close up Central Park. Imagine if we could have the World Trade Center buildings in the background while the cars race by. Like, bro. So nobody can have a picnic in the park or jog while you guys are are disrupting people's life. This is New York. Not giving us a good race because like there's no overtaking because exactly. the park is like this big. Like, the- right. Like, what are we fucking talking about here? Like, that's why I'm just like, I don't I don't like how people are moving in this sport. Like yeah. they can say whatever they want. Again, press releases are not to be taken at face value because when you have all <laughs> this evidence on the other hand of like how they really are, like mm-hmm. we're allowed to call that out and critique that. Like it deserves yep. it because everybody else just goes along with it. Everybody else who is paid to do this doesn't question it or think about like what this means for the people, uh, you know, in these cities that are, Vegas, Vegas citizens are furious with what they did. So 
person died during construction. Right. Like what? Just chalk I don't, it up to the process. Yeah. Like these are very real people's lives that are impacted. And I just don't think Formula, Formula One sees the United States as like some fantasy land. And it's like people, the places you're trying to do these races, people really live there. And you're not really even connecting with the communities and you're not really trying to like make a lasting impression. You just want to like get in, get out. And I don't think that's right. So Vegas was Vegas. Yeah. You can compare it to being hit by a, like, like a tornado. Yeah. Like they didn't make money. They were interrupted. Like you're so right with, they don't, they don't consider any of that. They don't Just really period. care don't about us. <laughs> no. yeah. and, and like, you you mentioned the U.S. a lot, but like I've heard about so many races that are just that people are priced out of. Silverstone yeah, is everywhere. such an amazing race and people just can't go because it's so expensive. Yeah. Like everything they do goes against either the fans or goes against actual competition. Like right. I haven't we haven't seen anything recently, recently being like the last two years that has been like yeah, this is going to make it more exciting or this is going to make it more competitive or this is going to make it more... No, those are fine. Exciting yeah. and competitive. Like, that's what I want. But <laughs> right. nothing has... Like, nothing has been done towards that. Yeah. F1 and, is competitive and exciting on its own, but nothing has been done to him. And that's my thing. I'm like, what would it... Like, truly, like, what what would it cost you, to, honestly, to just throw the fans a bone? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, absorb some of the costs of the ticket prices or whatever, like somewhere else, oh, yeah. like work it out with these, these, um, you know, owners of these different tracks, like whatever, like that's y'all's business. Like mm -hmm. don't make the fans pay the price. And you're then in one hand, you're being like, we, this, we're the most profitable ever. And then be like, okay, if you want to go to Vegas, it's going to be like a grand, like for general admission tickets, like and that's not even like the price of staying there during that weekend. Yeah. And God Come forbid on. if you have a family, like, so Come it's just not on. accessible. It's not realistic. It's, I feel like it's not even serious. Like, did you see that the fucking email that went, went to Andretti and like went in his spam folder yeah. or whatever? And then on <laughs> top of that, didn't send like a follow up. This is for like a meeting. They wanted to meet with them to yeah, no, go over yeah, this. Yeah, it was a meeting. To discuss the commercial value yeah. of Andretti. And so Andretti <laughs> didn't get the invitation because it went to his spam, which, you know, I think you should be checking your spam folders all the time. But I'm just thinking like, damn, we don't send follow-up phone calls. We don't like send follow-up emails, a letter, like something. Like if this was really important to Formula One, they would have made sure that they were in contact with them and their team to actually get the ball rolling or to get this meeting done or whatever. So yeah, I, I've done that before where I sent an email one time and I'm like, well, they didn't respond. So... You know what I'm saying? Never, like you, you, you never, you never called someone that you have to call, let it ring once, and hang up. Right, hang up just to be like, I called you. I, yeah, so right, so it's oh. that it's in their missed calls, but they don't know. Do you have like a missed call? I yeah. called you. Yeah, <laughs> like that's literally so. It's trash. It's trash. Yeah, this whole trash. Like that's my that's my whole thing. That every all all these stories together, just like y'all need to really get the egos in check because. You know, like y'all can't just be playing in people's face who have who actually do have legacies, and you're trying to tell us that they don't like sell that who to somebody they? else. Who, who, I've got nothing good to say. Like I'm Not really either. thinking about any development or anything at all that's been done. But it's yeah. it's it's, and I really do think that they just got lucky with Drive to Survive. Yeah, like I don't think anything they've done is the, directly correlates with how much they've grown or how much money they're making now. I right. literally think it's all off of Drive to Survive luck. Yeah. 
Well, we're so going to see. Like, Apparently they're all very, you know, well-versed businessmen who you can't tell them shit. So I'm, I just, I'm along for the ride. I'm here for Lewis Hamilton. Like, let me just be fucking for, real for a second. Like, I'm here for Lewis Hamilton and we'll see what happens. If they can continue to grab people's interest after he leaves, uh, you know, I wish them luck. But if the last couple of days, the amount of like engagement and money being generated is like any indication when he's out, they're fucked. They're and still going to talk about him being. They're still go- when he's out. They're going to re. They're going to reignite rumors of him coming back to try and get traction. <laughs> yeah, but until he's on an actual in a car, no, it, no one's going to tune in. So no. you know that's the problem is that everybody's everybody's big and bad until you really got to show show and prove. Like I said, uh, you know, you got to really. This is that season where everybody has to be on their on their shit. So I feel like Formula One, as a as a brand. The FIA, these drivers, this new, you know, everything. Everybody just needs to get it together. Like, you're never too big to fail. You don't want to be back real where that would be that would be my driving force to never going back to where, you know? So yeah. it's amazing that they just make these decisions really flippantly almost and like don't care about the repercussions. There's no accountability. There's yeah. no thinking about it. There's no like, how are we affecting no, none of that? None of it. None of that. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. <sighs> On that note, no. Right. <laughs> we had to fit the Andretti conversation in because, yeah, although the Lewis stuff is so good and so important and so critical and so impactful, it did come the day after people were sharpening their pitchforks. Yeah. It did come the day after you did some sloppy shit. Yeah, and and that's why I really, I really do think like whoever leaked this was like knee deep in the like in yeah. the shit they just needed some breathing space they were like okay Literally, I need, I need, back I need against the yeah. wall yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I don't think anything's gonna come from it like i i honestly do think the andretti thing is gonna disappear which is I, feel, which, I, I don't know there might be some legal stuff happening um like an antitrust mm-hmm. lawsuit or something like that so i that's just something oh. and i mean andretti's team said we're still continuing forward with our our car so yeah they sounds like they still plan on racing or going racing. So <laughs> definitely not for 2025, but they, they did say that yeah. they will try to, they're still trying and working hard to get in on yeah. 20, in 2026. Yeah. Um, I, I, so petty, Very. so petty. And, and even deeper, like I think they, I think Lewis Hamilton, it just gets used by like these people whenever they need Something off my back. Yeah. Need to draw, like, make it draw attention somewhere else. Maybe we give him a penalty that isn't fair. Maybe we talk about Maybe we disqualify him from a race. Maybe we disqualify him from a race. You know, so (laughs) that everybody talks about that and not about how we're doing a shitty job. Won't last for long. Sorry. (laughs) Any, any final thoughts? Any, any last morsels of what you want? I don't know. I, I... I really do feel we could talk about Lewis Hamilton like for five episodes. I know. <laughs> this is the unofficial Lewis Hamilton <laughs> fan club account. Like <laughs> we could talk about this all day, all day. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have any, you know, too many more thoughts about it. I just feel like I just I just want the sport to be better. Lewis, this Ferrari thing has ignited so much passion across multiple fan bases now. Everybody's mm-hmm. so excited about this happening. I really just feel like this will kind of have a DTS sort of effect on 
uh, you know, Formula One again, like we're, like there's going to be a big wave of people. I mean, I saw yeah. tweets of like people like I haven't watched the race since 2021. So I actually might tune in for 2026. So it's like I can foresee like a big wave of people, new mm-hmm. fans, because again, this this news reached so many different places. I mean, I think this took over. I think there was like... um was it like in football? I guess it was like trading window or something. Uh, soccer. There's like yeah, a trading yeah, window. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that it eclipsed all of that news. Uh, like I said, it was on like all kinds of like news networks, places where it normally wouldn't be covered. I've seen it all over TikTok. Like it had so much reach. And it, I think it, you know, really made people interested because so many people are like, what are you talking about? Like, this seems exciting. Everybody's really excited about it. So I do, I feel like it will have that kind of like, you know, a big wave of new interest. And I really feel like you can't have that and then not deliver compelling, interesting races in 2026. Like, I feel like that's your, that's your second chance, second wind at, you know, retaining this newfound audience or, you know, keeping people interested in the sport, at least until the duration of this Ferrari situation with Lewis plays out. So like, don't fuck it up. And so like, that's where I'm just like, make it fun. I want to be so like engaged in the sport. I love the community. I love getting to do this with you. I love getting to like meet new people on, on social, like, that that's why I'm passionate about it. Cause I'm just like, this actually does mean something to me. And so I just want the competition to be there so that we could just all have fun. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to have fun. Enjoy my time while I'm, while we still can with Lewis. So that's it. And we will. And we will. Oh, I mean, we, we definitely will. We but absolutely yeah, will. Yeah. And I want these races to be, I want these races to be bangers. I'm sorry. Like I want yeah. him to, I want it to bang. So that's what I need. Get on your Zoom, Stefano, please. Please. Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, this has been a this has been a fun talk. This has been yeah, a fun talk. Good talk, good talk. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> we hope if you're still with us, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh remember if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, share with a friend. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh make sure to leave a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Um oh, what else? That's it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. F1, maybe, hopefully, make some decisions <laughs> to be competitive one day. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's all I have, Tasha. Take us away. Guys, thank you for listening. It's been a long weekend. I hope you guys all like get some rest this week. It's been a lot. I'm ready to sleep for like the next four days. <laughs> uh, there is not a Ferrari jacket to be found on the internet. They are gone. Y'all, y'all have scooped them up. So um this is what I got. Right. I've got some lipstick. So yeah, it's just been, it's been, it's been a cool couple of days and I'm glad that we all got to do it together and just have a little bit of of fun again. And with that being said, remember, no matter what happens in life, keep on the black stuff. Bye. Bye.